T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. I feel a little more comfortable today, not going to lie. Well, you're logged into the computer. Also, they thought we weren't going to be back. We're back. That's true. They were true. hoping we wouldn't be back. That's true. Many, many people were saying, didn't think we'd be back for a day two, but here we are. It and yeah, I, I know how to log in on the computers now. I kind of, sort of... Know the phone number, which I know I messed up yesterday. Uh, I kind of, sort of know how to work the call screen uh, to get some of these uh, wonderful phone calls on the air. So, yeah, I feel a little more comfortable Don't set the bar too high over there. Uh, Well, Arcan knows very well that whenever we would change any kind of software at the old place, it would take me at least a week to get up to speed on that. I'd say that's accurate. A week is, I mean, a week's looking at it generously, I would say. I'm going to be, I'm going to assume, look, you know, I was trying to be nice to myself. I was trying to be nice to myself, but uh, yeah, it was probably more than a week. It's yeah. going to be like it, spring will have started. We might get to, uh, we might get to Labor Day actually <laughs> <Okay>. before, <laughs> before we're all up to speed here. Well, I do kind of know the number. It's 617-779-7937. You can text us 37937 if you want to get in touch with the program here today. Uh, it is day four, I think at the Shrine Bowl, and hopefully we progress a little better on this show then the Patriots coaching staff is progressing at the Shrine Bowl. I, I haven't paid super close attention to it, Mego. I, I find it comical. I just find it so hypocritical and on brand for Patriots fans. And you'll you'll find out. I like to hone in on the hypocrisy from local fans because it's so easy. It's just such low-hanging fruit to just pounce all over. I enjoy doing it. But just the hypocrisy of, like, whether Bill skips these All-Star games or whether he's you know, at the All-Star Games or whether he's floating around in the Caribbean or whatever he's doing, Bill's just right. No matter what it is, he's just right. Doesn't matter if he's at these games. If he's at the games, he's grinding and he's putting in all the work. And if he's not, he's earned it and he's out and he's working on something else. And like, no matter what Bill does, it ends up being right. But so Bill's at these All-Star Games. He's going to be at the Shrine Bowl this week as an advisor. He's going to be at the Senior Bowl reportedly next week or whenever that is to start scouting the actual good players in the Senior Bowl. And so, good. I'm happy Bill is grinding away, and I'm happy he's present and at this event. I definitely enjoy kicking back and relaxing. <laughs> Number one, 
I, I have a hard time believing any of these prospects can take him seriously after what happened last year with the Patriots offense. Like, there was a clip going around yesterday of Bill working out the quarterback at UCLA, and I the whole time, if I were that prospect, I'd be like, weren't you the guy that said Patricia and Judge could just run the offense? Like, aren't yeah, you that right. guy? Yeah, you are that guy, Bill. I'd have a hard time taking that seriously. But the way it's going at the Shrine Bowl, and Troy Brown is officially the head coach, Belichick, O'Brien, Gerard Mayo, they're all advisors. The way it's going at the Shrine Bowl apparently is, uh, well, very reminiscent of what we sat through last year. Here's the head coach of the West team, Troy Brown. You saw it. <laughs> so, you know, you're going to have days like that. So it was uh, not not very impressive offensively. I was I was proud of the defense out there and the way they played and, and the way they performed. But uh, offensively, we got a lot of work to do before Thursday's game. So, yeah, no, it wasn't a good day. Not a good day for the offense. That sounds familiar, right, Mego? It's not great when one of the things that you're trying to do is put forth some kind of PR tour of look how involved our coaches in are and now Bill O'Brien's coming in and everything's different for Troy Brown, who was on the staff last season and several seasons before, to come up there and be like, yeah, this offense looks bad. <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> not a good day, I don't day, know what we're supposed to say. Well, going back to your point about the hypocrisy, though, I feel like the most classic case was Mac Jones' pro day. Where it during that season, it's like, okay, you have five quarterbacks probably going to go in the first round. Everybody's wondering whether the Patriots are going to go for a quarterback in the first round or go for Davis Mills later on or something like that. And the only pro day that Belichick went to was Mac Jones. And at the time, it was like, well, he's not going to go look at anybody else. He's not going to look at, you know, Justin Fields or anyone. No, why would you scout And then after the fact, it came out of, well, that was who Bill wanted all along. You know, Bill always wanted Mac. He, that's why he only went to Max Pro Day. So you can twist yourself in a pretzel for any of this to make sense for your sensibility. Yeah, no, look, and that Patriots fans are great at it. And I just, I saw this clip. I think the Patriots tweeted it out or it was on their website or something like that. I saw this clip and I'm like, oh, the offense is struggling at the Shrine Bowl and the whole Patriots coaching staff is in charge. Gee, I, I wonder where I've heard that before. And on top of it, because the Shrine Bowl is just a way to get into talking about the Patriots coaching staff and how different it's going to be and whether or not if Mac's going to be the quarterback, which I have hesitation about, but if he's going to be the quarterback, and at this point he's probably going to be the quarterback. Lamar Jackson got franchise tagged today. You know, that dream's out the window. Maybe uh, Brady's still out there lurking around. We'll see. Maybe. Don't Don't put that in the ether. Why? Because it's not happening. He's okay. not coming back here. That's so you up for shut a talk it down. show debate. What do you guys think? No, it's not. But hang on. But it is, it's actually not. But hang on, hang on, hang on. But you'd be okay with it. I'd be fine with it. Okay. Yeah, it'd be great content. Be great content, but it's yeah. not happening. It'd so also I don't be, even want to go down that road. It'd be great content. It'd also be great football, oh, which I, I miss watching, Tom. I do. Uh, but anyway, so it's just a way to get into talking about the Patriots and the coaching staff and what's going on. And are they going to put Mac in a better position to succeed? Are they going to be watchable on offense this year? And you forwarded something, Megan, from Chad Graff at The Athletic who wrote about Joe Judge and his role at the Shrine Bowl. And again, it's like, I don't like what I'm reading coming out of there. I don't love it. The offense sucked yesterday. The Patriots coaching staff is in charge. Bill O'Brien's there. I know he's not the head coach, but the offense sucked bad. Not a good sign. Neither is this from Chad Graff. Joe Judge, who served as New England's quarterback coach this past season, has been very involved with coaching and has spent a lot of time with the offensive players, further muddying the discussion about his role for next season. You got that? He's still working with the offensive guys? Oh, and weird, the offense sucked yesterday. The prevailing thought was that Judge would simply replace Cam Acord as special teams coordinator, but Acord's here working with the specialists, a sign he could remain in the role, uh, that role rather, despite the team's struggles there. 
Judge's status is one to monitor, as it seems like he'll be returning to Belichick's staff in an unknown role. This is all bad news. Why are we monitoring his role? I thought I thought he was out of the picture on offense. We got to monitor it now? It seems like Bill is trying to find a group of football players that Joe Judge can't alienate. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? He's trying his best. He's going far and wide, college seniors, whoever. Some group of players that aren't going to be just completely put off by Joe Judge. I don't think he's found it yet. Let's not yada yada past the Cam Accord piece of this, though, because obviously Joe Judge is front and center of get him as far away from Mac Jones as possible. And I texted you guys before the show, if Bill is seriously considering putting Joe Judge back on offense in any kind of role with this team, he either thinks Bill O'Brien is a spectacular family therapist who's going to come in and like work out all the issues that happen in the, quote, most dysfunctional offensive season under Bill Belichick ever, or he doesn't care about Mac and his feelings on the situation and how it went for him last season and doesn't really have that much investment in him going forward. I don't understand how you would put those two who are so clearly oil and water in the same system again. Like, it's just, it would actually be very unfair to Mac, in my opinion. But on the other side, Cam Acord... Why is he still working with the specialist? Well, I thought I, I thought know the we special were... teams got better as the year got along. Stop they were so it. good the final week of the year against Buffalo. Stop. I felt like there was a lot of progress. No, there. but here's the thing. It's like and and Curran talked to us about this on the previous show, saying, you know, he's not Bill Belichick is not gonna put these coaches' heads on spikes and parade it around for everybody to clap and say, Yay, we're turning the page. It's a new era. Bill made a mistake, but it was really those guys' fault. Bill is not gonna do that. Can he not repeat the mistake? Like, we talk about Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as being these colossal mistakes, and now it looks like he's riding the ship in order of bringing Bill O'Brien in, and it's all going to be at least better. Keeping Cam Acord there as special teams coordinator is a huge mistake yeah, if he goes back to that. That's a fair point. That's the, the underlying piece to all of it. All right, well, if Joe Judge is working with the offense, and it sounds like right now he's working with the offense— well, then that means Cam Acord's still on special teams, which fans don't like. Look, there is a, a possibility that Joe Judge is just in some nebulous role, and Bill said, yeah, 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 come down to the Shrine Bowl and just, you know, be there. And they lug him along, and because he's Joe Judge, and we read in the Boston Herald, well, he tends to project and stick his nose where it doesn't belong. Make the head coach happy. Make it seem like he knows what he's talking about when he doesn't know what he's talking about. And maybe Joe Judge is just going full Joe Judge down there at the Shrine Bowl and... This isn't what it's going to look like for the Patriots coaching staff. Here's my concern, and you guys can weigh in. Again, 617-779-7937. I'm a little concerned that the coaching staff isn't going to be that much better. I'm a little concerned already, and people made a big deal about this. O'Brien's going. Belichick's going. Gerard Mayo's going. They're all going to be there. Well, if we're going to make a big deal about it, and all of them being in attendance, then I'm going to pay attention to how it's going down there. And how's it going? The offense is inept, according to the head coach, Troy Brown. And Joe Judge is still working with the players on offense. So how do you feel about that? 617-779-7937. Arkans? Why is Joe Judge still working with offensive players? I have no idea. Um, and if anyone would know what a bad offense looks like, it's Troy Brown. So, I mean, I'd take his word on this for sure. Oh, he's an expert. Joe, Joe Judge, I don't understand. I mean, it seemed like the team, and I know that it wasn't all – team people it was a lot of uh players but it seemed like the team was kind of in on the whole let's blame everything on joe judge boston herald article so i'm surprised that he's still being given this like wasn't he getting phased out 
that was what they said in the article. He got phased out like five weeks into yes. the season, and now he's still working with the offense. Like, was he phased out or not? Well, what about the anecdote in the article that Bill would regularly ream him out at practice right. by the time that they got to late October, as you said, and it became clear to all the players, oh, he's not going to be so much a part of this anymore. But apparently Bill was, like, laying into him in front of everybody at practice because it sounds like he was losing his patience with the going on at every positional group, too. Yeah. Keeping Look, him around as a fall guy. Well, it's I, not my fault. It's Joe Judge. I thought that's what they were doing last year. I thought those guys were supposed to be fall guys last year. Now, there, there shouldn't be any more of that this year. There just there shouldn't be any more of that. There was way too much of that last Unless year. Unless he thinks they're going to suck again. Well, true. <laughs> but there was way too much of that last year. Let's just blame Patricia. Let's just blame Judge. Let's not blame Bill. Let's not blame Mac. Let's blame the guys calling the plays. Let's do that. Way too much of that last year. I personally am done with that this year. But I don't like the early indications about the coaching staff. And if you think we're jumping the gun a little bit, I heard the same thing in the preseason last year. Oh, it's just OTAs. Oh, it's just training camp. Why are you so concerned about that? What, did they play a real game and I missed it, Jones? No. You are. It was just obvious that the coaching staff stunk last year. And I'm a little little shell-shocked. I have PTSD from last year, Mego. So you, okay. you, you think I am jumping the gun? I'm going to be very sensitive here. You think I am jumping the gun? The Super Bowl hasn't even happened yet. This is the Shrine yet. Bowl. It's yep. not OTAs. It's definitely not minicamp. And it's definitely not training it's the camp. Patriots coaches running it the operation. It is Patriots coaches. It is Patriots coaches, but it's not their players. So, or hopefully not a lot of these guys. Like, depending yeah. on how you feel about the draft. I don't, I don't I'm want not much ready from the Shrine Bowl, talk. no. I'm not ready for draft talk. But I feel like... Hopefully this is just, hey, you know, getting their sea legs under them again. Because once you get to OTAs, to me, that's real coaching. Minicamp is supposed to be the, quote, learning experience before you get to training camp where you're actually doing install and competition. But they treated all of, to your point, all of last preseason as uh, let's just see how it goes. Let's figure it out. The Shrine Bowl is not comparative to that. No, fine. But I keep seeing all the... You sent me the screen grabs of... I forget who the reporter was. Oh. Who's like, look at how hands-on Bill Belichick is. Yes, no, that's, that, is, that is what we're talking I gotta about. I got to find this for a second. Well, that... The I Patriots sent that coaching to you. Sta- they're down there being hands-on, and the offense is inept. I sent that to you because it was ridiculous. How would that not scare anybody? It was anybody? a ridiculous tweet. Hold on. I got to grab this for a second. Talk well, while while you're yourselves. looking for it, Ryan, say what you just told me off the air. Yeah, I, I'm looking it up, and we know Bill Belichick sort of has a, a love of not paying his coaches, especially when they're getting fat contracts from other places. Yes. Joe Judge, when he signed with the New York Giants, it was a five-year deal. He still has two more uh, years left on that deal. Ah. He had two years in New York. This was the third year. Bill Belichick is going to keep this guy around for two more years because yes. he's not paying him. That's why he's here. This is the tweet from Matt Canada of Pro Football Network. He said, I was at hashtag Patriots training camp for two full days this summer. I've heard and seen more instruction from Bill O'Brien in 15 minutes here at the Shrine Bowl than I did from Patricia and Judge in those two days. Everything about this tweet makes me laugh because the huge brag of I was at Patriots training camp for two full days yeah no big when, like in an actual sorry a beat writer or somebody with their feet on the ground is there has to be there every stupid day whether they're in pads or not they're just like walking around and doing walkthroughs and doing the slip and slide and everything two full days anybody can go there for two full days literally anyone like you can walk in there with a criminal record and you can walk up and sit down and ask for an autograph or like ask for Matt Judon's towel or something. It's not exactly like in-depth reporting. Like, 
And I've already seen in 15 minutes more instruction from Bill O'Brien. It just doesn't mean anything. Well, but again, if they're being hands-on, then I'm going to hold them accountable. And apparently the offensive sucks, or the offense sucks, rather. That's the reporting coming out of the Shrine Bowl. So how do you feel about it? 617-779-7937. It's It's how you get in touch. It was not a good day. It absolutely was not, according to the reports down there. And Joe Judge still involved in the offense. That can't possibly be a good sign. What is the biggest need? For the Patriots this offseason. I have my thoughts on it. I'm sure you do as well. We'll get to it right after trending with Christian Arcan. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. At 10 a.m. this morning, a group of 32 lucky bettors, including our guy Ty Law, made the first legal sports wagers in Massachusetts over at Encore Casino in Everett. You have to be 21 or older to bet in Massachusetts. It's cash only and wagers on mass college teams limited to when they play in national tournaments. Uh, Taxes on sports betting expected to bring in more than $60 million this year. Mobile betting will begin in March. Celtics are off tonight. They resume tomorrow when they host Kyrie and the Nets at TD Garden. Last night it was announced that Joe Mazzulla and his staff will coach Team Giannis in NBA All-Star Weekend. In NFL news, when the initial Pro Bowl rosters were announced in December, Patrick Mahomes, the starter, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow as backups with Tua, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson as alternates. Mahomes can't attend the Pro Bowl. Burrow said no, and the rest of them are hurt. So instead, your AFC quarterbacks are Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, and Snoop Huntley, who threw two touchdown passes this year. Not even kidding. There was a trade in the NHL yesterday. Bo Horvat on the move. He's headed to Long Island for forwards Anthony Beauvillier, Atu Ratu, and a conditional first-round pick in the upcoming NHL draft. Sure, hunger suppressants, fasting, or a cleanse can help you lose weight quick, but is it sustainable? You know the answer. All you have to do is make the call at Awaken 180 Weight Loss today. I'm Christian Arkin. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Is there still an allure when it comes to playing for Bill Belichick, do you think? I mean, for those that haven't played it, they're going to look at the history. Yeah, it's going to be some allure, allure to it. And it's also going to be some of those people that say, you know, they, they came to play with Tom Brady. But, you know, you can't knock Bill Belichick's resume. So there is something, you know, to it. People want to win. Do you want to have a quarterback? Absolutely. But I think free agents will be intrigued if the bag is right. 
If the bag is comparable, they'll come to New England. But if it ain't comparable, I'll give a damn who the coach or the quarterback is in most cases. Ty Law this morning on the Greg Hill Show. Basically, well, yeah, if the Patriots pay people, they'll come to New England. But if not, you ain't getting them. Why would anybody want to come here? Why? Team's not very good. There's no star power of Tom Brady. Like, yeah, great. There's the allure of Bill Belichick, the big brain who put together Patricia and Judge last year. But why are you coming here if you're not getting paid? Why would you do that? Well, you'll go anywhere if you get paid. That's kind of the Ty Law hemmed and hawed there a little bit, but it came down to, yeah, if they throw the bag at him, the free agent's probably going to come here. If you look at where the Patriots sit now, they just raised the salary cap, so it's $224.8 million. Patriots are sixth most in the league with the most space. They have $32.6 million. So they can spend. But you look at who's ahead of them, Bears, Falcons, Giants, Bengals, Texans. I mean, I'm looking at the Bengals. It's like, what are they going to do over the next couple seasons? Well, and it's they like, again. such a prime little spot, and I don't think that they're going to be losing T. Higgins. They're, well, they're, uh, so I was just going to say, yeah. they're going to have to pay Burrow, but they're also going to pay T. Higgins, I would imagine. So, look, it's a way to get into the Patriots and their biggest needs this offseason. And the first hour of Jones and Mego is brought to you by Arbella Insurance, here for good. Phil Perry wrote something in NBC Sports Boston last night that I know caught the eye of Arcan, and, you know, I find interesting as well, I... I have been accused of being uh, a simpleton. Evil. Well, oh, evil yeah. for sure. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, evil. A lot of ways you could have gone with that <laughs> setup. Yeah, there. that's true. Right. <laughs> right. And a hole, evil, uh, you know, saw a lot of vulture gifts, humorless. Yes, all these things. Soulless. Yeah, I, I could have gone a lot of different ways there. You're right. No, I, I've been accused of being a simpleton and, you know, not, not looking enough to. Oh, I don't know the things that matter in winning in professional sports. Defense and hustle and all these things. I like the the glitz and glamour, the high-flying offense in all sports, and I'm, at least uh, in my defense, very consistent across the board with that. Um, Phil Perry writes that the Patriots' biggest need arguably is wide receiver, more so than offensive line, more so than even one that I think they should upgrade at, quarterback or upgrading on defense or anything. And Phil illustrates the teams that are left, and he rules out Kansas City. They have Patrick Mahomes, unicorn. The Patriots aren't going to get anything like that. But could you set yourself up like Cincinnati or Philadelphia or even the 49ers? He writes, none of the investments at the receiver spot, which is looking with each passing year like the second most important position on the field, guaranteed a Super Bowl berth. And he goes through all the additions that uh, the Niners have made, the Eagles have made, the Bengals have made. Uh, he says investments like them in the future can't promise a January win in Kansas City, as the Bengals found out on Sunday. But having an elite offense is the price of admission this time of year. And the most successful teams in football have spoken resoundingly with their wallets and their draft pick expenditures. Multiple game-breaking pass catchers is a prerequisite to getting a shot at the Super Bowl. And you think of the Niners with Ayuk, a first-round pick, Debo Samuel, a second-round pick. You think of the Bengals, uh, Jamar Chase, first-round pick. T. Higgins, second-round pick. You think of Philly. A.J. Brown was a second-round pick that they traded for. Devontae Smith was taken early in the first round. The Patriots have to do this. So, number one, do we agree that after quarterback, wide receiver is now the second most important position 
on the field. No, you're already shaking your I head. I don't agree because I actually, going back to the cap number, you can relieve yourself of $11 million if you're able to release uh, Trent Brown. And after what Trent Brown did over the last season, we don't know who the offensive line coach is going to be. It could very well be Billy Yates again. And he was kind of like 70% functioning in that role as the, the main coach of the offensive line. And I think if you can do that and then you can shore up your offensive line in a different way, then you can actually get the part of your offense that is functional and could be elite going right now, which is the running game. And Ramondre Stevenson, I don't think Damian Harris is going to be here, but you have the two young backs. You can at least figure out what you do with them. The other side of this is, and I know I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, the free agent market. The free agency for wide receivers is not playing to your favor oh, this year at all. It's a bad class, and you have arguably the number one so receiver wh- in the class. So how are you going to do this? Are you going to then go to the draft where you're, in recent history, just dreadful at drafting wide receivers? I mean, I'd rather can... they do anything than that. Exactly. Honestly, well, yeah. that's that's the conundrum I but think no. you find yourself in. So you can sit no. there and say it would be so great to have a number, a true number one wide receiver. Then you can bump Jacoby Myers down so a second. On. But you guys, but, you guys don't want them to try to draft a receiver. No. Why? Because oh, I still want them to keep trying. I don't want them to try anymore. Why? I'm done with them trying. They suck at it. They're terrible. Okay. Unless Bill Belichick retires, they can start over. Okay, but look, it's like the Jets drafting quarterbacks. Like, it's not, it doesn't bullet, work. Though. You shouldn't say we're going to go take a receiver in our, in the, with our very first pick because I don't think that that's your strong suit. Well, no. Like, it, that shouldn't be. Are, that's going to be our number one receiver. They are not good at it. Definitely. And look, I'm guilty as a guy who was very pro than Akeel Harry draft pick. And I said for years, take one in the first round because you have a better chance hitting in the first round than the second I've or the third recent, or the fourth. I've only recently learned that about you. That I was an Akeel Harry guy. lost a lot of respect. Yeah, you. well, what are you going to do? I, uh, I'm, I'm never going to get it back. Whatever okay. respect yeah, I had, it's gone. only going to go down from here. But they should have their pick of the litter at 14 or 15, wherever they're drafting. 14, I think. They should have their pick of the litter at receiver. And, and I don't even want to do draft talk right now. All I'm saying is... So they've never drafted one, so they should never do it again. They, they sucked at drafting tight ends for a decade, and then they got Gronk. And so then like, they sucked again. Okay, but they got Gronk in the middle. That was a pretty big hit. Okay. Oh. So, like, hello, Gronk. So I, I would not shy away from drafting a receiver just because they can't do it. I just don't want it to be, if you're looking at improving the receiver class, I, I don't know what the options are. Like, they're really well, not, painted themselves into a corner. It's not free agency unless you love Jacoby well, Myers okay, and think so that's going to fix everything. Too. I don't think it's going to fix anything. I don't think it's going to fix much, but do you feel that they should move on from Jacoby? Because we actually haven't talked about this at all, even uh, off air. I, I wouldn't mind it at all if they did. I like him. He's he's a good enough player, but like if they wanted to completely revamp wide receiver, I think that's probably the better direction. I don't need him back, no. So you're willing to let the one guy who had steady production yes. that's left walk yes. away? It was because a ter- you think that was- Devontae Parker and Kendrick Bourne no. are going to be able to double their no, yards I, I next just, year? No, I just said I'll get rid of the whole receiver room. Like, I, like, if you want to blow up the whole receiver room, Jacoby Myers included, I would think about doing that. Arkan, is receiver the second most important position I'd in the NFL? I'd say so, and I think the, the way to get it for the Patriots isn't through the draft because I think they'll just whiff like they always do, and I don't think it's re-signing Jacoby Myers. I think you have to swing a trade. That's what Vegas did. That's what Miami did. It's what a lot of teams uh, found out they had to do. That's what Arizona did, and uh, Hopkins may be available again. That's the way to do it. If you're not good at drafting these uh, these players, which the Patriots clearly aren't, there's teams that are. The Steelers are great at drafting wide receivers. Yeah. Every couple years, they got this great crop of wideouts that they drafted. Green Bay is usually pretty good at it. Green 
Green Bay, again, yeah. I mean, they got a couple of good young uh, receivers there, too. The Patriots the don't. Vikings, sure. sure. Uh, but, you know, you got, you got a blind spot just go and hire here. whoever the Vikings have. Yeah. Yeah. Scout there. Bring I'm in, serious. Bring in just somebody from... The, you have the brain drain. It always is going out of Foxborough. How come you can't ever bring it in from somewhere else? Well, Bill would have to know them. That's yes, why. That's uh, uh, Bill would have to have a direct There's connection to them. not a lot of lacrosse them. in Minnesota. No. No, that's true. But you, Arkham brought up Hopkins. I think he's like a no-brainer to be in on. I'd mention Keenan Allen. I mean, I don't think T. Higgins will ever be available, but those are the kind of names I'd be looking for via trade. You you don't think Hopkins will happen solely based on his past with Bill O'Brien? I just, from the comments that he's made, and I don't know anything, like, firsthand about the situation there at all, just speculating from the outside, I'm not sure how you bounce back from the Aaron Hernandez comparison. That's a tough one. He did pay him. Compare, Ty Law just told you, pay him. That's true, but you're still going back and looking at in the face of the coach compared you to a serial killer. The last time I had to have a meeting like this, it was with Aaron Hernandez. Yikes. Not great. I mean, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has a no-trade clause as well. Right, so, so he can just veto it and yeah. go get paid somewhere else. Okay. Someone is going to pay him. It's not like he's so distressed. Look, if he doesn't want to come here, you can't do anything about it. But if he has some interest, I'd rather have him than O'Brien. Like, Not that this is a, a, a choice now, but if it were a choice, Hopkins or O'Brien, I'd take Hopkins 100 times out of 100. I want the guy on the field. Hopkins and Patricia or O'Brien? Yes. Really? What was that? Yes. That was like there was just a haunted house noise yes. in the background. I did, he, I did hear like a squeaky door noise. I there. think that was Ryan <laughs> howling in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even believe you just said that. Please yes. continue. Yes. For for effect, I'm going to say yes to that. I'm going to I'm going to lean into that That's one. That's good. And say DeAndre yes. Hopkins can be the lead blocker on a fourth and one since Nelson Aguilar is not coming. I would back. rather Great. have can't Hopkins. Wait. I would rather upgrade my talent than my coaching, and I will stand by that. And if that means I okay. still have Patricia, then what fine. if it's some of the most dreadful coaching? In the history of the modern well, NFL, I think if you have great talent like, and we are so, actually I think if you have great talent here. and so-so uh, coaching, I think you can win. This isn't so-so coaching. Okay, this I, isn't they don't, so-so they also, coaching. They this also is didn't, awful coaching. You didn't see it with great talent last year. You saw it with so-so to probably below-average talent. No, 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 no. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. yes, yes, yes. I won't go there. Yes, I won't. Because Hunter Henry, Kendrick Bourne, they are slightly above Schmeck. average. They're Schmeck. slightly above they're average. They're so talent. average. They're not below average. They're the definition. They're the definition of average. No, they're yes. slightly above average. The The offense last year, I'm saying in 2021, is the definition of slightly above average. If you look at them statistically, slightly above average. These players individually, the free agents that you went out and spent so much on at the beginning of 2021, in their first season under Josh McDaniels, they played all slightly to considerably above average. None of them were elite None of them were pro bowlers the way that Snoop is, you know? Right, that's true. I mean, or Mac Jones was. I'm surprised you haven't brought that up, by the way. Nah, I feel like I don't even It's just to. too low-hanging fruit. Uh, he's now great. Now every time somebody says Mac Jones is in the Pro Bowl, uh, we can just say that so is Tyler Huntley. Like, now, now we can do it. It used to be Andy Dalton. That used to be my go-to. Uh, you know, Andy Dalton made it as a rookie, too. Now we can just talk about Tyler Huntley, who wasn't a rookie, uh, but is in the Pro Bowl. No, I mean, their talent was very average last year. They need to upgrade. Obviously, their talent across the board. What's the biggest area of need? Is it wide receiver? You look at three out of the four teams that are left. The Chiefs are the obvious exception, but they have Mahomes. All those teams went all in at receiver. Do the Patriots need to do the same? 617-779-7937. That's on top of our discussion about the Patriots coaching staff at the Shrine Bowl. I know I'm jumping the gun a little early, but I have PTSD from a year ago. think of the Shrine Bowl? I just, again, I know it's early, but we were early on this last year and we were right, so I'm paying attention to it. And if I got to be subjected to all the pictures of Bill Belichick (laughs) and Bill O'Brien and everybody down there, then I'm going to pay attention to how they're doing. Oh, Bill's so hands-on. Well, the offense sucks. Troy Brown told you the Shrine Bowl offense sucks. 
which scares me. Think and jo- of the children. Won't somebody please think of the children? And Joe Judge is still involved on that side of the football, which I don't like. Uh, don't forget, you can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Save W-E-E-I as a favorite and listen wherever you go. Again, on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Let's go back to the phones here or go out to the phones, actually, I should say. Good luck here. I hope that you don't drop the calls. Okay, well, uh, now, now I'm going to focus very hard on this. Uh, David is in the car. Get us started today, David. Hey, good afternoon, guys. So before I get to my point of the call... Uh, on the receivers, one of the issues with the Patriots is that you need to get receivers in here that don't play street-like football. In other words, you had Chad Ochocinco when he came here. He could not get the playbook. He just didn't get it. So you have a lot of receivers out there that they play well with guys like Mahomes and guys that scramble and play that street-style football. Yeah, I w- David, so I just, David, I just think you have it backwards. I would blame the coaches for not being able to figure out how to get Chad Ochocinco to play. I wouldn't blame him. I would blame the coaches. He was no, great. Was he was great in Cincinnati, and he sucked here. I, I, he was a good player. So how'd they screw him up? I blame the coaches. But here, he could not get the book. That was, honestly, that was reported by a lot of people. Now, on the other thing you guys mentioned earlier about uh, Billy O'Brien, about 16 seconds or 16 minutes, he's done more than Patricia did in a year. That's very true. You know why? Because Billy O'Brien is going to come in here with nonsense, and he will not take crap from anybody. Any player who thinks that he's going to give Billy O'Brien crap, they're in for a rude awakening. Well, how, how, do you think that's gonna, Jones. how do you think that's going to go with Mac? Oh, it's not you, go well not, not you David. I'm sorry. I already screwed up on the phones. I meant to hang up on you. Now I've got it solved. <laughs> uh, uh, how do you think that's going to go with Mac? How's what going to go? Bill O'Brien and Mac. Bill O'Brien. I, I told Bill you O'Brien, yesterday. I think it's he's, he's I think fiery. it's a really good match. I really do. I know you're raising your eyebrows at me, like I'm putting this on for talk radio. Mac, Mac Jones doesn't I, like to be coached. Apparently, Mac he wants Jones to be said he harder. wants to be coached harder. Yeah. He wants someone to yell at him. He's he wants. Little, he I think he wants to be able to. I think he wants to be able to do what he wants to do. And he's when he's told to do something different, masochist. he doesn't want to do it. He wants Bill O'Brien to like spit in his face and yell at him <laughs> and send him on running laps, and he's gonna love it. That's who he is. He's like under the skin, like little psychopath. Yep. I think it's going to go well. I don't think you're going to see him MFing the sidelines because it's, you know, it's, he's still, though, right now, like I said okay. yesterday, he's in shelter dog mode. Okay, but the hang thing on. is, though, he wasn't MFing the sidelines because the sidelines wasn't making him run laps and do push ups and punishing him and all that other stuff. It was well, because they didn't know what they were doing. They couldn't get the plays in on time. They weren't calling a good offense. He didn't like what they were doing. We don't know for sure that Bill O'Brien's going to do what Mac like. We just don't know that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's not, that's not a guarantee. And that's why I sort of don't like this other narrative of, well, if it doesn't work with O'Brien, then we know Mac Jones isn't the guy. How do we know that Bill O'Brien's the guy? Maybe he's not the guy. Maybe well, uh, Belichick's screwing up Mac even fair, more here. Fair, but, and I have my questions about Bill O'Brien here, but Mac runs out of excuses if he gets what he was begging for, the offensive coordinator, and he gets talent like Hopkins or something like that, or a pick in the draft, and it doesn't work, he does lose any high ground and any excuse. I think in the, my book. the player's more important than the coach in that regard, too. Well, the player, I do agree with that. The player's always more important than the coach. Always. Uh, we've uh, What? What? How else do we find that out than Brady versus Belichick? Like, now we know. It's like, oh, right, we all overrated the coaching. I think we were doing that last year, a lot of us anyway, with offensive coordinator and play caller. The, the player is much more important than the coaching. Brady v. Right Belichick, the, the ultimate trump card. Going back to defending that, because that is a narrative that I've been spouting that we will we and should I don't like find it. out about Mac Jones <laughs> this year. If Mac can't make it work with a competent coordinator, competent play caller and quarterbacks coach, I think that tells you enough. Now, if they surround him with Diddley squat and nobody's producing anything, like if it's a bunch of Nelson Aguilar's out there with mm-hmm. the ball bouncing off their numbers, then maybe you can say 
this isn't really on Mac. These bounce-off interceptions that the other team's grabbing aren't really on Mac, but that would be a pretty extreme scenario, wouldn't it? It would. Let's uh, let's go to our buddy JP in North Providence. What's up, JP? Jones, I knew you'd be back on the air. I took the afternoon off. i got to change my work schedule now. What happened? <laughs> the missus finally... One month with the missus, and she had enough. Yeah. Like, I'll put those blueberry muffins in the morning. Great yeah. to hear you back on the air, Joe. I appreciate it. She got she got sick of me sitting around in sweatpants. So, yeah, and basketball shorts. So, I'm, I'm back out in the wild now, yes. Pant versus shock. It's coming back. I love it. So, listen, if I'm a receiver, I'm going where there's a damn quarterback that can get me the ball if I'm a high-priced receiver. If they go get a stud receiver, other guys will come here. I don't follow a team because they got a new coach and I get the jersey. I want the studs, and if I'm craft, I want the studs so I can get. Well, and I, I jumped the gun there a little bit on you, JP. I'm still working out the uh, the kinks here. But when it comes to uh, Robert Kraft this offseason, this is something we'll get to. Mego, you mentioned the uh, the salary cap earlier. I mean, they have to spend. It Bill, was horrible. Bill dared them to spend, and they're going to have to spend. And whether that's spending on someone through a trade and guaranteeing their money, or whether it's going out and signing somebody even in a weak free agent class, they're going to have to do that. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch with Jones and Mego with Arcan. It is the first day of sports gambling in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, we want to give you our do's and don'ts with uh, gambling kicking off here in the state. We'll get to that next. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. We don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom! Boom! That's it! Gambling! Well, as you probably know, maybe have heard, unless you're living under a rock, today is the first day of legal sports gambling in the state of Massachusetts. And it's a day all of us in the sports radio industry, the hot take complex, we're celebrating uh, across the board. And the first hour of Jones and Mego brought to you by Arbella Insurance here for good. Did you drive over there and make a bet today, Jones? Right in your backyard. You know what? It is right in my backyard. I, I did not. I did not get out there and place a bet today. I was I was boxed out by uh, Ty Law and everybody else down Sean there. Sean Thornton. Yeah, they were, uh, you know, they were plunking down Max big bucks. There. At least Ty was. I heard, I heard Ty really made the, uh, the biggest bet down there. Ty was, flexed on everyone. He really did. It was a bit of a, uh, a little bit of a, a hog measuring contest down there, and he really, uh, he really showed everybody else up. But if you're unfamiliar with the uh, the first day of legal sports wagering, and this is retail wagering today in the state, right? It means you have to go to one of the three casinos in the state. You can go to one of the three casinos in the state. Uh, the Encore uh, down on Boston Harbor. You can go to BetMGM in Springfield. You can go to Plain Ridge Park. And uh, and bet in any of those three locations. The app, the online, is going to be uh, in the coming weeks and uh, maybe months. So that's something I think to they stay said tuned March for. Yeah, exactly. So it should it should be before March Madness. I think is uh, is one of the deadlines they wanted to get to. Of course, the retail gambling you can get in and get all of your Super Bowl wagers in right now. So I, I was reading through some of this, you know, uh, understanding that. Well, now there's a lot of different things that you can wager on and go out and make your sports bets on. And I was surprised to read some of the things you are allowed to wager on in the state. Because, for instance, you can't bet on a singular BC football game or a singular uh, BC basketball game. You Especially can't bet- with 
BC has a history. Well, there fair with point. Basketball. I mean, maybe, maybe maybe that's a good line. It's a line little dodgy. It's a little dodgy. <laughs> but you can't you can't bet on single games. But you can bet on NCAA tournament games eventually. Uh, you can bet on uh, what like a, a bean pot tournament or something like that. Or if there's ever a college football playoff, if there's ever a tournament with four or more teams, you can wager on it. So you know, football, basketball, baseball, of course, you can wager on all of these. How about some of the other sports uh, that the Massachusetts Gaming Commission approved? Uh, that you're allowed to wager on now in person again at Plain Ridge Park in Plainville at uh, the BetMGM in Springfield or here in Boston at the uh, Encore Boston Harbor. Uh, do you know what bowls is? You can bet on something called bowls. What could that possibly Not be? Not bowling, because bowling is No, 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 no. Bowling is its bowls? own separate thing. You know, is it bi- like horseshoes? Biathlon. Oh, lawn, it's like lawn bowling? Bowling. I think it's lawn bowling. Bowls? bowls is lawn bowling? Yeah. Okay, so I can bet on bowls. Biathlon is where you cross-country ski and shoot the gun. I, that correct, is that right? is correct. One yes, of my yes, favorites yes, yes, yes. from the Winter Olympics. Oh, you enjoy watching yeah. that? Yeah. Never tried it. Maybe bowls is bocce, basically. Okay, bowls is bocce. That's yeah. good to know because I, did, I didn't say I had been looking for bocce on my list here, Arkan. I was, where's bocce? Why, where, how do I wager on bocce? You I've go to Langoni on... Field at 3 o'clock and you can just why, bet waiting, on that. Well, yeah. You know, I want to do it legally. I want to do it on the up and up. So I, I've, I've been I've been looking at bowls. That's that's how I can find that. How about floorball, Arkan? What's, what's floorball? I think uh, I played that in an, in an elementary floor. school gym class. I feel like is uh, that where is you're like, on the little scooter where you sit on the scooter. Uh, it looks like around. floor hockey with um with a ball. Yeah, floor, floor hockey, hockey with, with a little ball. plastic ball. Okay, you call that street hockey. Yep. Mm-hmm. What? Well, yeah. What did they call the one that you would sit on in gym class and like wheel around on? What did they call that one? The what? The one that Meg- Megan just, was just talking about. I think that was like. You'd rainy sit, day handball. Yeah, like you'd sit on like the the little square with the the wheels on it. You'd roll around. It was around. like a little dolly yeah. that you sat on. And you, you never got played to that wheel around. And we always did it on rainy days. And then what? What was the point? And then you'd play handball, but you had to be on these little scooter things. I don't know, but I never fun, did that. Actually. Yeah, like if they had an adult league of that, I would play it. Floorball. Okay, you can wager on that. Sounds fun though. What's what's futsal? Is that a typo? So I looked F-U-T-S-A-L. it up. F U T S A L. What is futsal? It's That's not football. It's like football. soccer in a gym with a hard court. And again, I can wager on that. Yes. If I'm, it happened, here's here's my bigger question. Can't they just call that indoor soccer? Why do they have to give it another well, special it's, it's weird on, name? It's on like a basketball court. So but <laughs> my my bigger question is how many of these? God, don't be an idiot. It's a different kind of court. <laughs> how many of these sports actually happen in Massachusetts? Or you you? Can oh, just, I don't think they happen. You, okay, you I don't think they have to anywhere. happen in Massachusetts. Uh, Framingham, can... Mass, Boston, Elite Futsal. <laughs> they have it out there. Really? Yeah. Should maybe, we go out and play? Maybe, gotta, maybe plunk down a uh, plunk down a few uh, shekels on that. You know, futsal. Okay. Rhode what, Island futsal too. What's netball? What's netball? He says. You know, because so I see. Got to be like volleyball, right? lacrosse, mixed martial arts, racing. No, volleyball is its own thing. Volleyball is separate. What's netball? Netball is a ball sport <laughs> played on a court by two player, two teams of seven players. Um, it is uh, indoor, outdoor netball. I don't understand what this is. It looks like uh, it looks like volleyball. It looks it like basketball. Like... It's like a freestanding basketball uh, hoop with no backboard. Okay. According to this, it has been created exclusively for female competitors. Well, that's ah, I was hoping to wager on the men, but I, I guess I, I guess I can't. Sport. I guess I can't do that. Kind of reverse sexism when you think about it. What was the uh, What was the thing in gym class? Also, when you'd have outside, where you would like you. T- it was like in the middle of the court out there, and it would be. <sighs> Oh, was and it would come like out of one of those four. Four, four ball? What was that called? Wait, are you talking about four square? Not four square. Four? No, 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 no. It's not it, four square. They should have a four square. Four square would be worth gamble gambling on. Four yeah. square. 100%. Four yeah, square four square would be, would be good to gamble on. No, what was what was the thing with the, the, the pole in the middle of the Are you talking about the, the ball that's on the rope and you slap no, it No, 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 no. 
No, that's tethered. It's like a big cylinder. You throw it in, and there's four holes. Yes. And it comes out of one of them, and whoever gets it, yeah. it wins. I don't know exactly how you win, but that, I remember that. I don't think I've ever seen this game before. Oh, wow. Oh, you you haven't lived. So there's that. Uh, we you also, bet on that? <laughs> you can bet on, maybe you can bet on that. Pe- <laughs> Down at the playground with the kids. Pesapalo? P-E-S-A-P-A-L-L-O. What's that? What's Pesapalo? So that would be a fast-moving bat and ball sport that is often referred to as the national sport of Finland. See. Of course. Okay, so again, now we're getting international wagering going on here. Okay, kind of so looks like cricket. Does pe- look like cricket. Apollo, it sounds like cricket. Snooker, I know. I highlighted snooker, but snooker is just a, that's just billiards or pool, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. some sort of version of that. And then, snooker's the one with no holes, right? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> that's snooker. Is that is that what it is? Maybe no. It's the one with pockets. There's one that there's no pockets. I'm unfamiliar. No holes. Uh, I know. I know it has something to do with uh, with pool. Okay. Uh, and then beach soccer, which I was just surprised is its own thing. So I I wanna I don't just want to be wagering on the big sports. I want to be wagering on you know Pesapalo and floorball and futsal. That's what that's what I think we should be specializing in here as a show. Everybody's betting on the Super Bowl. Boring. Everybody's betting on you know like the popular bet right now. And I saw the 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 state uh, congressman, senators or whatever they were wagering on. Oh, I gotta I gotta bet on the Celtics season long. Yeah, I gotta bet on boring. the I gotta bet on the Bruins to win the championship. Like, fine, wet your beak. I understand. But don't don't you don't you want to get in on 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 futsal? You're boring, everybody. Don't Since you want to get in on on snooker? Futsal and snooker. Shouldn't we basically be able to bet on the equivalent of human horse racing, which is track? Uh, I don't think you can do a lot of these. Uh, I thought the Olympics was one of the things that was in question. I'd have to refamiliarize well, myself okay, with that. Well, okay, so how about this? You know, because you can't bet on the individual think, games of actually, the I take college that back. sports. I think but what couldn't it was, you bet on a tournament, yes. like a track meet, yeah, it's a good, big track meet? I think anything that has a judge, actually, I take it back. I think a lot of the Olympic events you can wager on. I think if they're like figure skating, you couldn't because there's a judge. Or I think that's that's what they've... Isn't the uh, clock the judge? Judges in mixed martial arts and uh, boxing. It's a, that's a good point. Mixed martial arts is yeah. on there. Boxing is on there. So good point. Hmm. I think we should be able to bet on the cross-country runners. Maybe that only applies to the, to, to the Olympic sports. Yeah, you want to wager on some cross-country? Yeah, sure. like that's my horse. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I do think that a popular bet in the state and I don't know how that's going to move lines here, but I, I think a popular bet is going to be the two I just said. Wagering on the Celtics to win it all, wagering mm-hmm. on the Bruins to win it all. Yeah, I'm going to parlay the two together. <laughs> I think there's going to be quite a bit of that going on, which I don't know. I don't know if you want to fade it here locally because I imagine everybody's going to be betting on the home teams. That may that may push the numbers in a, uh, a not very advantageous place. So maybe that's something you want to avoid, I would say, because I think a lot of people are going to do that. That's also a futures bet. If you want something a little more, I don't know, up-to-date, how about betting against the Patriots team in the Shrine Bowl, I'd say is maybe a good tip. Oh, bet yeah. for the East in the Shrine Definitely Bowl? Bet on Can the you East, bet yeah. on the Shrine Bowl? Good question. Why not? Because it's college. So? Well, it's like in weird in-between. It's not a local college No, I, you can bet on college games. You can't yeah. bet on, exactly, you can't bet on the local individual oh. games. But you could bet on, like, you know, uh, Arkans, Colorado, Buffalo. You could, you could bet on their I wouldn't game. bet on that. The Coach no. Prime bump. It's, ha- it's That's real. True. Now it's that, happening and it's real. Now that Dion's there, you uh, you can do it. Dun, 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 dun. What is this? Is this your fight song? Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's pretty shoulder, rad, right? Yeah, no, it's... Don't you feel that school pride? That makes me want to, you know, go and, and, and get drunk early on this Saturday. This is a great recording, just for the record. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't find a great recording of so. your fight song. 
It's a poor carpenter who blames his tools. Uh, so anyway, so it's the first day of legal sports gambling here in the state of Massachusetts. And we just wanted to educate you on all of the things you can wager on, not just the uh, Super Bowl, although there are many, many things you can do uh, to wager on the Super Bowl, not just the game itself. Money line spreads, etc. But of course, many, many props. Uh, so, uh, you know, familiarize yourself with all of that. And we'll have some more gambling tips later on this week. 617-779-7937. It's how you give us a call here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, when we come back, I do want to get to the Boston Bruins, who should have been in on a big name that moved last night in the NHL, the name that they have been linked to over the last couple of weeks. I'm talking about Bo Horvat. We'll get to that with all your phone calls coming up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 